What's poppin', beautiful people? It's your girl, Amber Simone, and you may recognize a very special guest who is sitting beside me today, Brandon Towns. He was my feature on episode one, and he is back to run it again. We are doing a Valentine's Day special, and I'm so excited to see how this goes. Brandon, now be honest. How has your week been this week? You know, Ams, you know when you have one of those weeks, like, it wasn't a bad week. Yes. But it was one of those weeks where it tried you. Kicked you in the in the tush a little bit. Kicked me in the tush. <laughs> Might have stomped me out on the curb a little bit. But, oh, you know, <laughs> we made it to Friday night. No, so. I know. I know. I'm very happy. I was a little worried we weren't going to be able to get our Valentine's Day special in. But I really wanted to bring something fun and fresh for you all. I am bringing a really old study onto the show. Brandon has pointed this out and he is the research king. And I'm like, I want to do this study from 1997. It's like 36 questions you can do with your partner. Honestly, I feel like you can do it with anybody, but really I want to do it with you today to see how this goes and really to see what kind of conversations we can pull from this very old study as Brandon puts it. Hmm. Well, I want to do the study with you. So let's get to it. But first, we need to check in from our beautiful host. How was Thanks. your week? Man, this week was long. I actually went into the office. So I work at a tech company and I went into the office twice this week. We're still remote. <laughs> Amber went into the <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah, Y'all, this I went is, into this the office twice. <laughs> two times. It really is unheard of. Typically, so I'm in partnerships, I only go into the office really when I'm there to help a partner with their own podcast or really help with setup. But for the most part, I'm not in office and it's a beautiful office, but it's in downtown LA. So traffic be kicking me in the morning <laughs> and in the afternoon. I didn't get out until about six o'clock. And when I tell you, the meter said that I was 9.5 miles away from home and it took me 45 minutes <laughs> to get home. My mom was like, that should at least be like 10 minutes. I was like, sis, do you know where I live? So you got a little taste of what it's like <laughs> <laughs> going from the west side to Pasadena for class. I really said, I Welcome. was like, I'm, no, seriously, Brandon, I commend you. Brandon drives to Pasadena all the time. You have to physically leave the house every day I do. and i really do commend you on that because some days i really just cannot get up y'all i feel seen no you should feel seen <laughs> like you're doing a lot like i make sure i get at least eight or nine hours of sleep <laughs> 10 no 11, i do not do 10 12. 11 i don't <laughs> 13 on a good the night. only thing brandon sees me i am a big night owl <laughs> We gonna wait till Brandon done, cause I don't have time today. Some days it might be fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, please stop the drama. Okay, it's I'm really done. drama. I'm done. Cause <laughs> proceed, please, please, please. But seriously, I'm up till like three a.m. The other night, I was looking at Golden Doodle rescues. The other night, I'm looking at paper plates for my birthday party. I don't know. Is that insomnia? Um, I mean, when you finally lay down in bed. I cannot go to sleep. Can you not like even no, if you like, like try my, to? You know? I'm thinking like about a hundred things I could be doing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm always thinking about like, oh my god, I should have done this, or I should have finished this, or I could. I'm always thinking about something. I mean, insomnia is either you can't fall asleep or you can't stay asleep. So, oh no, I could stay asleep now. Oh yeah, we've, if I didn't <laughs> set an that. alarm clock, <laughs> I can rest. If I have blackout curtains, no alarm. 
I might have put a little lavender oil on my neck the night before. Not I'm the, really not. Not the lavender. <laughs> <laughs> and especially if Brandon wasn't up making all the noise in the morning, I really would be asleep. Girl, I am so quiet in the morning. I am I am courteous. Y'all imagine someone <laughs> getting silent. up him trying to be silent and he has the flash on his phone <laughs> shooting into my eyes as I'm sleeping. It's just so would you rather make the, it make sense. Would you rather have the flash on or would you rather have the ceiling light on? <laughs> I'd rather you get a night lamp. A night lamp. On your nightstand. That's what most normal people have, boo. Hmm. Seriously, we used to have those. We did. Oh, and they're in the guest bedroom. I was like, what, what happened to those? I was like, where, where, where did those go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not going in the master bedroom decor. But nonetheless, thank you for checking in on me. Mm. I appreciate Always, it. Boo. Yeah, it definitely has been a long week. I've been driving up and back from Fontana, taking care of family business. Mm -hmm. It's been a mission. Your girl was tired. I, I was like, I need to take a nap before we shoot this podcast. But thank you. I appreciate you for seeing me. <laughs> was it a good nap? It was a great nap. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So we are going to jump into this study. I really want to give credit to Robbie Berman. So I found this article and it's called, Is This Valentine's Day? Thanks to the 36 Love Questions. Now you might be wondering, what are these love questions? It's a series of 36 questions and it's broken down into three parts. And like I mentioned before, you can do this with your romantic partner or you can do this with your best friend. I feel like it can really spark some interesting conversations <laughs> and I'm going to see where this leads us. Yeah, interesting is a, is a way to put it. Yeah, Brandon has taken a little sneak peek at some of the questions because I was like, I don't want him to go into this completely blind. But for the most part, he did see this like five minutes before we hopped on the pod. So that's not enough preparation for him to really, you know cheat his answers out so you think so i know so robbie berman in the article just want to give you a little context he says you may remember hearing about arthur aaron's 36 questions that can make two people fall in love in a single conversation for someone alone on valentine's day it sounds like the perfect date to have with a crush the 36 questions or closeness generating procedure were first published in a 1997 study that arose from Aaron's experience of falling in love with his wife, Elaine. It wasn't exactly his intent to create a template for a romance inducing conversation. The idea was that we wanted to study what goes on with closeness. How does it affect your hormones, your brain, your behavior? Does that make sense to you so far, Brandon? Makes sense. Well, I have a I have a slight tangent question. Okay, what's your question? Do you believe that love could happen at first sight? Or in this case, off of one conversation? So the old me would want to say yes, but honestly, the mature me, love at first sight, it might be lust at first sight, like, oh, that person's fire. You like, that. you know, just you're obsessed with their physicalities of how they look who are you talking about brandon please <laughs> please no but i'm serious i'm even thinking of like when i was in middle school i actually did think i was in love with someone and it was really off of looks i did not know this person mm. at all and really like that was silly of a little girl oh my god i love you blah, blah blah but like as a mature woman 
I don't necessarily think, what is it that I love about you? I don't know you. Now I might lust you. <laughs> is that a thing? You, you can lust I lust some, you? Uh, you can. <laughs> that, that, that can certainly be. So, a thing. do you believe in love at first sight? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I feel like love is something that you learn to. Love is something that you possess over time of learning someone's not just their kind of surface level they present to you when you first meet somebody, but things you pick up on them that they'll never tell you about. The little ticks and quirks and even the little annoyances that everyone has, period. Those things that you start to kind of bond with and really appreciate, that to me is when love starts to happen. And that's mm -hmm. a slow process that takes time to really get into. You can't do that off of one conversation, one view. Yeah, true. And I wish, honestly, I wish you guys were there to watch Brandon and I watch Love is Blind. <laughs> if you have seen Love is Blind on Netflix, it is extremely entertaining. And I do think it's really, it creates dialogue for you and your partner as you're watching the show. Because some of the stuff is just so absurd. But then some of it, a lot of, not a lot. A few of those couples are actually married, and Brandon's like, "There's no way there's someone's like, there's like married one or by the end two of this." That's still married at this point. No, but think there's I'm saying through the seasons, boo. Like, there's a few people who are still married. There's only been two, three, two. I don't know how many seasons <laughs> it's been, but I'm like, some of them did work out though, and love was blind. You know, they have that one spokesperson couple. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It was. Everyone else is okay, struggling. Look, in the last season, if you did watch Love is Blind, there's an interracial couple and they're still together to this day. And I know in this season, there was a couple, Ayana and Jared. I was, I love them. But I saw on Instagram recently oh, that they got a divorce. There is three seasons, you're right. Yeah, there's oh, a few you're right, because they're in season two, and then we just saw season I don't know. Three. I'm you're like, right. I'm losing right. track of the numbers, but <laughs> I do remember the people. Mm. So I was rooting for them, you know? No, I was too. Mm. But yeah, this proves our point. Love isn't blind. So we're going to start with set one and question one. First question. Given the choice of anyone in the world... Whom would you want as a dinner guest? And Brandon, I'll let you kick us off. Hmm. So I've always sucked at this question. So like when I was like preparing for medical school interviews, this is one of like their kind of standard interview questions they want mm -hmm. you kind of like pre-prepare. And I suck at this question. Cause I feel like you can either go like super generic and super kind of like safe. Like yeah. I think for my interviews, I said like Barack Obama, which love Barack. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you wasn't but trying to have you know, like If the cool. opportunity presented itself, obviously I don't think you decline, but out of everyone in the world, who would it be? That is. Alive or dead, doesn't matter. Alive or dead. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. adding that part. That actually okay. is not a part of the quiz, but you can add it to your quiz. I mean, <laughs> would you take 20 million or have dinner with Jay-Z? Do you want to have dinner <laughs> with Jay-Z or not? <laughs> you know, I'll take the 20 million. But, um, you know, since the deceased also count, I'm going to say Mac Miller. Yeah. Like. Mac was an icon. We saw him a few was it a few times or just once? We saw him once. We saw him maybe like three weeks before he passed. Yeah. And great, his, great performer. His stage presence and the way he kind of connected with the crowd, like in his little ad libs and in between different songs. Like <laughs> he was a character. He just seems so cool. And like I never met him personally, of course, but like you hear interviews by people who did know him, mm -hmm. like watch his tiny desk concert. Like, We've seen it so many times. He just seems so dope. Like just a good time and a good dude overall. So yeah. 
Mac that's Miller? My pick, Mac Miller. All right. So for me, I'm choosing someone who's alive. And if you didn't know, if you know what lip gloss I'm wearing today, <laughs> shout out to Miss Fenty. Rihanna, like, I would love to have dinner with Rihanna. Just looking at her trajectory, she was a very normal girl when she was younger. She started her music career, and then she became this mogul in business. And I'm like, I really do admire. She has Savage Fenty, and best believe, Brandon be wearing the Savage Fenty slippers. I have, like, five membership credits I have not used. She's taking all my money, and I'm kind of okay with it. As long as it's going to Rihanna. <laughs> I'm so serious. I would really just like to hear like some of her thought process around creating some of these brands. When I look at, um, she does the Savage Fenty runway show and she has all types of models, mm -hmm. very, very diverse crew. And it's something that's never really been done before. When I look at Victoria's Secrets, for example, and I'm like, I never was a big consumer of like the angel runway show but when it comes to miss rihanna and lingerie and sleepwear and now her active sets mm. i really wonder what goes on behind that mind and she still seems so accessible like i know she just had a baby which is so exciting all the aunties out there all the fenty aunties have, have been really dedicated to, and following her pregnancy but for the most part, I definitely will say Rihanna. I love her. Fenty aunties? That's me calling me and, and the girls Fenty aunties. Your auntie now. Yeah, actually, on these threads, <laughs> okay. everybody is calling themselves aunties for Rihanna Child. At what point did you hit auntie? <laughs> I'm just saying. Auntie realm. I am like. a faithful <laughs> consumer. <laughs> are, are, you at the, are you at the age point for the aunties yet? Brandon, I have like... Um, I have a tons of nieces and nephews. I am an aunt. No shit, I guess. And even like, if you think about it, my uncle, I have an uncle who's like two years older, what, like two years older than me, he's your age. Hmm. So nothing really makes sense, right? <laughs> <You laughs> and nothing makes you sense. You say it's all relative. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to question two. <clears throat> Would you like to be famous? If so, in what way? And if not, why? Yes, this one first. Okay, so would I like to be famous? Famous. Now, there's certain levels to this. Yeah, like how famous are we talking? It's levels to it. So yeah. for me, I will say I would not mind. As you can see, like I have my podcast. I've been a creator for years. And influencers and digital creators, they have a certain level of fame where mm. unless you're a loyal follower of that beauty creator or that gamer, Ten, nine out of 10, you're not going to know who that person is versus Kanye West, for example. I don't know if you saw the video on The Shade Room, but there were a bunch of paparazzis uh, yeah, following him. And yeah, honestly, he gave yeah. a really calm and he was very calm and collect and was just like, if you want to follow me around, where are my where are my assets? Mm. Like, you know, I want peace. But when you get to that level of fame, you're not going to get that ever. Every move you make is going to be captured Everything you do is going to be on the shade room, on TMZ. Mm -hmm. So it's levels to it versus like Jackie Ina. Like in my eyes, she is famous, but it's levels to that fame, though, where mm -hmm. people won't go out of their way, which I still do think people will go out of their way to tear you down. But I don't think Jackie Ina is getting followed at all times of the day, to mm -hmm. be honest. So what's your answer? 
a certain level of fame like yeah i'd be i'd be okay with it but i wouldn't want massive fame where i could never have any privacy so no like michael jackson mega no, stardom definitely don't we want have mega thousands stardom. tens of thousands yeah. of fans stalking because even room. it's like when we come home and you think about all the celebrities some of them their homes are getting broken into 24 7 when i come home i know that my neighbors are going to give me a warm welcome i could walk up to my front doorstep you know and feel comfortable and safe mm. Like once you get to that mega stardom, that level of safety, it's like, okay, now I have 10 bodyguards at all times. Can't go to the restaurants I enjoy anymore. Mm. So definitely wouldn't want to be megastar, mm. but I could be like top 10 influencer. <laughs> like a semi-star. <laughs> or even like, you know, top 10 influencer, like best-selling author, <laughs> you know, TED Talk speaker. Oh, we're not. Like on that level. Oh, we're not. Yeah. Brandon, do you know how many new york times best-selling authors there are there's tons actually that's a good there's question there's tons how they get so many best-selling authors <laughs> they change yearly by the seasons quarterly but <laughs> they have to change daily to no have i know this many best-selling authors but, but. something like that like mm. as a digital creator like i would love to be a big time digital creator mm. you know this is my not my start but hopefully we're getting a little closer hey. so there's your answer. way Love what about it. you, Brandon? I feel like I already know your answer. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I am so solid on fame. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I think on face value, there's some appeal to it. Like the idea that I think everyone kind of wants like, oh, people know who you are. I feel like there's certain significance you can maybe attach to that. But when I take a step back and really think about what that looks like and what that means, like, and especially with today's like digital age. And I see this over and over again with these people who get this kind of this notoriety and stardom like overnight. It just seems like people build them up, build them up. Oh, they have stands, they have stands. And then they get torn down mm -hmm. like almost overnight. It can be something so obscure like, oh, they did something 15 years ago and mm -hmm. we caught them like whatever. They had this one weird tweet. No, literally uh, the tweets. Check like, your timelines tonight. Please be tearing people <laughs> because down. Because it really is Twitter. And some of y'all were really saying some crazy stuff, like questionable things. And, and, but and they, growth, I guess. And they <laughs> did. But at this point, with all the all the times I've seen it happen, it kind of seems like people kind of get off to it in some point. Like, oh, we got to build this person up. Like, oh, we did this one thing. I was waiting for it. Let's tear them down. It's like that is a constant kind of continuous pattern I'm starting to see. It's like I feel like anyone who has a certain level of fame in today's digital age is going to be kind of exposed to that. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm solid. <laughs> all right. Heard you. Number three. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you were going to say? Why? We're going to kick it off to you, Brandon. <laughs> All right. So it depends on who's on the receiving end of this phone call, right? If it's just me talking to you, mm -hmm. me talking to moms, like, no, it's just, just answer the phone. It's whatever. But like, you know, if it's not someone that I'm super familiar with or comfortable with like yeah like as the introvert that i am like i'm gonna go ahead and have a little running script in my head am i gonna have everything spelled out verbatim exactly what i'm gonna say no that's a little od but am i gonna have a general gist or agenda with how this conversation is about to go or how i hope it'll go of course and then of course don't be a weirdo like follow <laughs> the <laughs> natural progression of the conversation if it goes mm -hmm. a certain route be personable converse but it's like 
I never just go into a unfamiliar phone call not having some type of plan with how I want it to go. Yeah, and same for me. I think like for you, are you speaking more towards professional world as well? Or do you do that with like people who are not in the professional world with you? Hmm. Professional world, yes, but also say, say it wasn't a professional phone call. It's just so random. Mm-hmm. Why am I calling? Like, why are we calling? Like, I feel like even if it's not professional, there's still an agenda for why this phone call is happening. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless it's like one of your peoples and that that's just you talking just to talk. Yeah. So same for me. And I feel like it applies more so to the professional world. So when I am speaking with partners or I do have specific meetings, I'm coming prepared. Like I have a whole agenda low-key sometimes there might be a script ready for you but you never follow that script because everybody is so different Mm -hmm. but especially if i'm not familiar with you not really in the the non-professional world but always the professional sense because even with the students from usc i just felt very comfortable Mm. about like what i do and i'm like just call mm. me and we'll just have a conversation. So to give y'all some context, this amazing <laughs> woman right here was giving whole talks at USC. That did happen. <laughs> this is the level up that she's been hidden right now. <laughs> that did happen. That was very exciting. Hopefully, like I said, TED Talk speaker, holla at your girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. All right. Number four. What would constitute a perfect day for you? And I guess since you went first last time. So for me, a perfect day, honestly, when me and Brandon travel together, perfect days. When we go to San Diego, for example, I say the day starts off with a road trip, a Mm. nice album, pull up to a city that we're unfamiliar with or even familiar with such as San Diego. We always have the best time in San Diego, pull out our roller skates, have a good (laughs) drink. Like that is a perfect day. Mm. And we do this all the time. Even to bring this up, was it last year, Valentine's Day, we went to San Diego? I know we went for your birthday one year. Was that? Yeah, that was last last year. Yeah, that was last one. Our last Valentine's Day. That was so fun. We were like, and honestly, like right now, we're not too big on, all right, buy me an $800,000 ring. No, even I don't think we'll ever eight hundred thousand. <laughs> I don't think we'll really be there, but <laughs> there's some extra zeros that were added for. Let me tell you reasons I don't understand. Let me tell you. <laughs> so nothing that crazy, but it's really about like making those memorable moments for us right now. You know, every year for Valentine's Day, I get in the car and Brandon has like some random basket he put together mm. with sweets and all kind of stuff that I love. So. A perfect day for me, like, I just think about our San Diego trips. Like, nothing, it's, we always do something random. We'll go to San Diego, bar hop. We were at a freaking, what was that, comedy club? Oh, we're at, oh like, my a, God, I'm what was like, a, like, a all, like, not all comers, like, a, like, a, like, a, newcomers? A, like a newcomer's comedy Y'all, night, something like that. I have that. never been to <laughs> a comedy night before. When I tell you, I saw some stuff. I wish I could unsee. And it's like it's like <laughs> it I, was very fun, but it, it's a like, little anxiety driven. It was an open mic. There we go. Open it, mic night. And like I get it. Like you want, say you are a comedian, you have some new material. And you have to practice. Yeah, you're I not understand. sure how the crowd's gonna react with the delivery, so you want to practice in like a low stress environment. But y'all, <laughs> <laughs> some of the things we heard. No, some seriously. Seen, there's like, some weird folk out here. Just to give a little context, it was really interesting. There was this guy from the East Coast. 
and he was doing these high key racist skits. Talking about the bald dude. Talking about, I don't even want to say it. Keisha on the double Keisha dutch thing. On the- that was crazy. <laughs> like really absurd. And another guy like was sinking into a black hole, and it was just kind of uncomfy. It was like sinking into a black hole, and like he's having a panic attack on stage as it's happening yeah it i didn't was, know if it was part of the skit or he needed medical and attention. then there was this girl know. she came in and she was <laughs> what was her name uh that's garlic spirit. Uh, spirit spirit there was this girl named spirit <laughs> y'all i'm gonna have to send this to the san diego comedy club because they gonna know exactly what i'm talking about so there was this girl named spirit and she used to wander <laughs> around this comedy mm. club and the people just called was her real name spirit no, I think that was like her government name. Was I don't there. know. I wonder if they gave her that name. Nah, I mean, they could have given her I that mean, name. We didn't get IDs, so <laughs> <laughs> we sure did. And then at some point, the security guard started doing his own monologue on the stage. I said, "Okay, I was like, it's just like free game. It's fair game I was right like, now." That's spirit got on stage because <laughs> you not doing the door. <laughs> Anyways, my perfect day for sure. Going down to San Diego or any city, really san francisco it could be in colorado which we have not done yet Hmm. but yeah just like spur of the moment activities because i feel like our lives are pretty planned out from day to day right now Hmm. so like doing those sporadic fun events is just always like i don't know Hmm. ends up being a perfect day brandon what would constitute a perfect day for you yeah so my perfect day right now that's exist in my memory it was me and ams we were in thailand right and imagine we're on the beach we were having a uh, lunch and then we walk into the ocean right mm-hmm. and it is like it is like bathtub water it oh is, yeah it was really warm it is <laughs> it is perfect body temp water yeah. it is completely clear skies the sun is slowly starting to go down so it's like right before and sunset. i think we had mango sticky rice we, as well we had mango sticky mango rice. sticky rice goaded it was our first day in thailand and I remember at some point, I kind of like look around, just really take everything in. Like, it's my first time in Asia. I'm like, yo, like. For real, we we made it to Asia. <laughs> yeah, at this point, like, this was this was years ago. I'm like, dang, like, it just opened my eyes to how amazing the globe is. Like, I'm so used to being in the United States and seeing amazing places here. I love my life. But just being able to travel and to have these experiences with your partner, like, I was like, this is I don't know how you top this. Like, <laughs> like this is kind of it. Top two and it's not two. So if you had to ask me, like, what's my perfect day? It's 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 doing that again. Like going on some far away exploration and just 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 discovering the world with someone I love and just like really just Aww. taking it all in. Like getting away from the day to day stresses and mm-hmm. pressures and everything else and just really for whatever time span you have just appreciating just being here like that was that was amazing to me i'd love to be able to do that again truly and it's you always when i travel you always realize how small you are Mm. on in the on this earth on this planet like whatever it may be so when you travel other places there's millions of other people Mm -hmm. who are doing different things and have different cultures and you get to immerse yourself in that and it's like it's really eye-opening that's why when i come back I'm just like, dang. But then it's like, you do have to be grateful for the life you live Mm -hmm. because those travel experiences, I know it's only 
a short period of time, but that's why we're forever chasing something new and trying to travel somewhere every year, at least once a year. Mm. So just keeping that feeling of, you know, mm. what's next alive mm. after already experiencing mm. something like Thailand. And y'all, niggas was in Asia. <laughs> Were they? Can I say niggas? Yes, granted. It's Black History Month. <laughs> it's Black History Month. You can say whatever you want to on this podcast. You're right. You're right. But yes, that's Asia. Yes. Oh, and happy Black History Month, y'all. <laughs> we are moving on. Question five. When did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? The last time I sung to myself, I was in the car was it today yesterday put on frank ocean was bumping it at the top of my lungs because honestly i did feel like i was about to fall asleep in the car and i was like i don't want to listen to no trap music right now let's put on a little smooth jams <laughs> so you said hey i'm about to fall asleep at the wheel this is a problem let me go put on some frank yes, ocean <laughs> that's the mood i was in i didn't want to listen to little beta yeah, at the moment yeah the mood you were in about to put you to sleep at the wheel no i know in the sun like it was getting real so you, warm so you put on frank ocean of all yeah, I, let me tell you it's already been a long week and in addition to it it's Grammys week right now. I really wish my boo could have attended some of the events. Y'all, some me. over here studying for finals, right? <laughs> this girl is out till five a.m. About to catch another flight. Apple about to make you want to bite. Look at her. I'm gonna have a good night. <laughs> at Grammys after parties, <laughs> I am trying to provide for our kids. What kids? Right? Build a greater life for our family. Me too. And I'm networking. And she's partying on a Wednesday. I'm literally networking. Mm. Brandon, I'm telling you. I was networking. Loyal black father right here. <laughs> Loyal black mother right here. Mm. The kids are starving while you're out here partying. <laughs> I got them Postmates. <laughs> I'll Postmates them something. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. So the last time I sang, it was Frank Ocean, top, top of my lungs, mm. while I was driving to Fontana. And then the last time I sang to someone, it was recently one of, one of my best friend's birthdays on, what, last Saturday? And I sang happy birthday to her when it was her birthday. What about you, Brandon? I know you like to hit a tune every here and again. So if y'all know me, y'all know that I am... Not a singer. I am not a fan of unsolicited singing. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It 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 it, it grinds my gears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, yeah, it I think me. it's the strangest thing. He really it does not me. like when people so sing. When someone just breaks out into song, it makes me it makes my skin crawl. Like, why? <laughs> why are we doing this? <laughs> Brandon, that is not okay. Hey. So how is it when you listen to musicians sing? What if somebody actually sounds good and they're like, ah. that just irritates you? So I've learned. <laughs> I've learned, and it sounds weird. I'm sorry, y'all think I'm a weirdo on on the screen right now, but like, I've learned. It's not like a. It's not a question of skill level or ability. It's just the idea that I was not expecting it, and now you're <laughs> and now you're singing. Like, why? What does it do to you? <laughs> and if they sound good, is it like I still don't want you to sing? No, I want you to stop. <laughs> 
Oh God, that's <laughs> we're gonna have to dig deeper. <laughs> I want you to just go ahead and just store that for later. And, uh, <laughs> he said, "When I'm not around, at an appropriate time, you can unleash it." <laughs> but right now, on a Tuesday morning, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and just 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 stow that for now. You Man, know what I'm saying? You ain't right. But last time I sung to myself, you know what I'm saying. So it's not even to yourself, to someone else. To someone else. Yeah. Oh shit. I don't sing. <laughs> Actually, y'all, I be hearing Brandon try and hit a note or two, and I'm sorry, Trying. boo, but you cannot sing. Hey, y'all, so all my <laughs> you so, cannot sing. So I know what it's I'm. It's okay. Go- you know what I'm saying? Like I know what I'm good at. <laughs> I have my skill set. I have my talents. I'm very secure in my talents. Singing is not one of them. I, I'm. I've, I've come to terms with this. Yeah, it is what it is. Number six, if you were able to live to the age of ninety and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? So to clarify, I hit 30, and at 30, I can choose, do I want to keep my body, my current body, for the next 60 years, Mm -hmm. or do I want to keep my current mind for the next 60 years? Yes, that is the question. Clarifications. So- Am I, if I keep my mind of a 30 year old, mm-hmm. am I able to still learn things or am I stuck with the knowledge I have right now in that moment for the rest of my life? I think it's stuck with the knowledge because they're asking, especially the mind okay. will continue to learn okay. things. Okay. But... Follow up question. If I keep the body of a 30 year old, right? Yeah, this is going to make everything more complicated. Hey, these are, these are very be. important questions. It seemed like a very simple it's, question hey, to these, me. It is not. It is not. We have to unpack. You know Arthur saying? Aaron would not be happy about Who these the questions. Arthur Aaron? <laughs> Arthur Aaron made the 36 questions oh, alone. Oh, 1997. He ain't here no more. It's fine. It's fine. Brandon, it's fine. what if he is? is let's not, you don't be yeah, killing nobody else. Don't this, be this, killing this, nobody this, else. Let's bring that back. But, um, so say you have the body of a 30 year old for the next 60 years, right? Okay. What happens when you hit 90, yet you have the body of a 30 year old? That's not the question. Does someone just pop up, just <laughs> <laughs> shoot you in the head? Like, what happens? That's not the question. So if if I choose to have the body of a 30-year-old, am I also signing up to get brutally murdered on my 90th birthday? You have really prolonged the question and These are important Brandon, clarifying no, points. Brandon, no, which pick one and say why. Hmm. You better piss me off. <laughs> Actually, it's not even that. It's not, it's not even that deep. It's not. Yeah, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep the body. Okay. I'm gonna keep the body. That's what I said. I'm I was keep like the body. If I'm 30, I get to keep my 30-year-old body for 60 more years, but my mind will continue to expand and grow in all ways. I'd much rather do that versus I have the mind of a 30-year-old while I'm 50 and my bo- my physical body is declining with me. But then if you find out that you pick your selection, right? Okay. But then also on your 90th birthday, you I'm are so over this 90th birthday kidnapped, day. tortured, and stabbed 97 times. This is not a true crime podcast. I'm saying like, does, <laughs> does that not change the answer podcast. that you pick? <laughs> it could, but like, that's not that's a important part. detail. No, it's not. Arthur Aaron did not include that in his question. 30 year olds don't just die from natural causes that often. Well, but what if you have prolonged life because now you do have this 30 year old body? But if you're 30 year old body, you still have a 30 year old heart, 30 year old liver, 30 year old brain. Well, yeah. My brain. That's contingent on the question but everything else is still pumping so why'd you die suddenly at 90 who said you died i think he's just saying if you were able to live to old age Hmm. 
we can move on but yeah, yeah we, 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 we must we, move on we unpack that later y'all there's, there's i don't know if we get through set one there's more in there i'm gonna let you know with me right y'all but i don't me. know if we're gonna get through set one maybe we'll have to do it in parts like set two and set three i highly recommend you guys look at the rest of it but let's see what we could do number seven do you have a secret hunch about how you will die oh my god okay. i've never really thought That's about that <laughs> So I'm still in that realm where I like to think I'm invincible and that'll never happen. Um, but obviously. Ooh, uh. Do you have a hunch? What do you, If you just thought something crazy, not even crazy, like normal. Oh my God, don't say it. In my bed, comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded by my people. Watching a good show. Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just go to sleep. Do you really think Close that? Huh? I hope. Okay. <laughs> How do you think you're going to go? I could have asthma attack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about what what kind of conditions I have. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> or even my eczema. I don't think people die from eczema, though. You ain't die from I'm no telling eczema. you, I be Brandon, what if you like... No, but the asthma, that, that hit me. <laughs> no, asthma, I'm telling you. Is you good? I'm fine. I am, but I'm just saying... I hope that doesn't happen, but they said a hunch. I have asthma. I got nebulizer in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when I went to Colorado one time, I was on this little bike and we were way up in the mountains and mm. I really had triggered my asthma really bad. Mm. I really could not breathe. That was terrible. Mm. I was much younger though. You know, that's how my grandfather passed away. Asthma attack. Mm -hmm. Wow. I didn't know that. My paternal grandfather asthma attack. I did not know it was mm -hmm. asthma. Oh, so your, your dad's dad. Oh, okay. I was thinking about your mom's dad. Mm -mm. Got it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's deep. Is it? I'm sorry for your loss, Brandon. Same. I wasn't thought of yet, but you know, it's still impacting Maybe me. you were. Well, my dad was five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> Number eight. <clears throat> Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Appear to have in common? So is that... We can just say, what are three things we have in common? Like, what does they appear to have? Because I think these questions are more so for people who don't know each other. Oh, do I know you? But even too, not it's not for who don't know because the guy who made this it was for his wife. So, what are three things we have in common or appear to have in common? What do you think? We're both creative. Definitely, that's actually even how we met. It's mm -hmm. actually I'm glad it worked out for the long term. But like when I started dating you, I did not know you wanted to be a doctor. I knew you as artist Brandon, not Dr. Brandon. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know what you wanted to do, boo. Hmm. Seriously. So I'm not here for the money. Hmm. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> How's you doing with this broke face? <laughs> it's okay. It's hmm. temporary. I'm in grandma right now. For okay. real. What's number two? Well, you said us being creatives. I also think, mm, I wouldn't say patient. I was going to say patient, but I don't think you're like as patient. You're actually not really patient. Pa patient is not. <laughs> you're not patient no, at all. No. Mm -mm. I think we're both adventurous. Like we'd be down. Like it's like you in, I'm in, bet. And we'll both do it. You okay, know? agreed. We're definitely very adventurous. Like if you want to go, uh, what's it called? It's not snorkeling. Scuba diving. Scuba diving. Mm. I know a lot of people would be scared to go scuba diving, jump out of an airplane. I jump out of an airplane with you. You know, just like random adventurous stuff. I think we're both. So you're down to go skydiving? 
I've always been down to go skydiving. All right, y'all. Y'all seen this at 11.05 p.m. No, they're not. It's going to be 6 p.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> Keep it cute. Well, whenever y'all see it, y'all heard that Amber is down to go skydiving. I am down. We I've always do been down. Because I've been. I know. In your past life. Past life. What's the third one? Both creative. Both very adventurous. And what's one one I mean, more? I don't want to say I don't want to say something like super obvious. Like we both went to UCLA. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say both attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I we were both black, but <laughs> no, we are both black. Not that's not obvious at all. That's not obvious. I mean, I'm you, you little. Well, you mentioned UCLA. I feel like we both have. We're both very knowledgeable about a lot of different topics. I'd say we're both smart people. Which is why we are able to engage in certain conversations with each other. You think I'm smart? Just a little bit. Mm. (laughs) Just a little. I'm touched. Number nine. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Most grateful. I want you to go first. I got to think a little bit. Most grateful. Hmm. You know what? I know mine. So for me, I'm most grateful. I have an extremely supportive family. Like I have a, everybody always says like we do like these family camping trips. We always show up for each other, whether that's graduations. Like when I look back at certain pictures, I was like, this uncle, this cousin, they're in my graduation. Like I have a Mm. really supportive family who I know a hundred percent. Like if I needed anything, they would be there for me, but they're definitely like the backbone of everything that I do. So that's like what I'm most grateful for because I feel like it's my family who like, they're the ones who've lifted me up to where I am today, or that's where I get my confidence from. I actually, a girl when I was at the USC, when I was doing the talk at USC, she had actually asked me, she was like, how did you become so confident? Mm. And I never thought about that. And I just thought like from a really early age, like, I don't know, my mom, I don't know what she did, but I've I've always been very, very confident in myself. Shout out, Miss Pew. No, seriously. <laughs> like, I, I'm very grateful to have a supportive family because mm. I know a lot of people don't have that. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm. What about you, Bill? Most grateful? Yeah, most grateful mm. in this life. Most grateful for. So, I had a very special day, anniversary, if you will, that passed very recently. I am now officially one year in remission. For those that don't know, I was diagnosed with lymphoma last year. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a whole whirlwind involved chemo for the course of about five months while I'm in medical school as a first year student. And yeah, I am just so grateful that I am for one now healthy, um, now living my life however I see fit. But also too, it just really makes you just realize like, I think when I was diagnosed, I was 26. At that age, like you think you're invincible. You never have to really come to terms with your mortality at any point. And I'm just so grateful that even despite that health scare, I was able to get the treatment that I needed, which a lot of people don't even have access to. Mm -hmm. The fact that the treatment worked and the fact that it's now given me the insight that's very important for myself as a future doctor that Realize, like, when my patient comes to me in a health crisis or Mm -hmm. in the scariest moment of their life, I can at least 
in some way relate what they're going through and use that knowledge to give better care to my future patients. And I don't know, it just gives you a lot of clarity. And after a year, like I'm, I'm so grateful for where I'm at right now and wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. You know, we love your life, Brandon. Mm. Everybody does. I love mine too. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. You guys have never seen Brandon in action, but like all his peer reviews, doctors are like oh my god i didn't even know you're a medical student you seem like you're in residency and just like (laughs) the patience that he has with his patients like it really does show in what kind of physician he will be someday Mm. so a lot of people don't get that type of care but when you're in the care of dr towns like i know you're in good hands soon to be (laughs) amen we're gonna make it happen (laughs) two more years Mm. that was beautiful moving on Number 10, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Ooh, if you could change. Yeah. I I feel like I know your answer. (laughs) You know my answer? Yeah. So I have my answer in my head. What do you think I'm going to say? Not being a military um, kid. Damn, you're good. I know you. You're good. I know you. And I know why. So disclaimer, y'all. Not disclaimer. For context, like I'm a military kid. Both my parents are Air Force veterans. Served 26 and 30 years, respectively. Shout out Anna and Tony. Hey, my rocks. Um, (laughs) But, and caveat, like military paid for my undergraduate, Mm -hmm. undergraduate education. They have give me a great life growing up but i have such a big family both on my dad's side and my mom's side but they live in either east st louis illinois or they live in alabama and i'm in california so it's like when you're separated from your family and before that was in texas because you're moving so much as a military kid you don't have those growing up experiences as much compared to people who live in the same city with each other Mm -hmm. so i can go back in time that's the one thing i would change like i get it great life was afforded to me by their careers but at the same time like having that deeper connection with family because i grew up with you like day to day that's something that i really really cherish and i wish i had that opportunity to experience no i hear that and i think on my end what 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 do you think i'm gonna say (laughs) i feel like it's very obvious so you're not an only child but i think growing up if you didn't have that kind of lived experience as an early child i think that's what something you would change brandon doesn't know me that's not what i was gonna say what were you gonna say so I'm going to repeat the question. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? What are you about to say? Having a dad, Brandon. Okay. Do you want the siblings <laughs> growing up or do you want the dad? Like- no, I'd rather, I'd rather have had a dad. <laughs> okay. Ser- like having a two-parent household. That would have been cool, you know? But you've always talked about how you wish you had siblings growing up. But more, but more so, I wish I had a dad growing up. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, hey, the siblings hey, come or they don't. They take a gamble. <laughs> I, I guess wrong, apparently. No, seriously, I feel like that's the only thing, and definitely like being in a house full of women, majority of the time, like it was fun. And like I always say, like I had uncles and cousins and all kind of family, but definitely having that paternal figure, that's like the one thing I would have changed. And obviously that wasn't in my hands anyways, but if I could go back in time, let's rewind a little bit more. That is one thing I would Hmm. change. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like it's very obvious. Bailey would have got that right. (laughs) 
I've only heard you talk about the fact that you wish you grew up with Sad and Yaz and Jade. I feel like I see that more about him, though. Hmm. Seriously. No, you haven't. No, because even like, I do wish I knew my siblings when I was younger. But I feel like the I wasn't, because if you think about it, like Bailey was my sister growing up. Hmm. Oh, seriously you did, you did have bailey that's like right. i had cousins yeah, who right. were like that's siblings right. like i never but you, i it, never felt without with siblings honestly but on the same breath you also had older male figures in your life like your uncle herbert but it's different because he also he has kids mm. and dad and all these father's days and like that's not my dad mm. you know i hear you i hear you. so it's a little different I hear you. versus like the sibling aspect definitely wish i would have had a little bit more childhood interaction but you still had a stand in, in yeah some, in for sure way. no me and bailey like man inseparable inseparable <laughs> moving on number 11 take four minutes and tell four your minutes. partner your life story in as much detail as possible we're gonna skip that one i, I just you know skip. so you guys know do it with your partners with your friends whatever it may be don't skip Number 12, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? One quality or ability? Yeah. Whoa. Right. Here he go, about to ask another question for the question. <laughs> Y'all, I'm a firm believer that clarifying questions are very important. No, Bay, I think that's quite clear. Like any type of My ability? thing is, do you want to lift 800 pounds? I don't know. So that that's in the realm of possible with this question. Yeah, okay, anything, cool, a quality or ability. All I need to know. Be the strongest man in the world, be the smartest man in the world. I don't know. So what is it? I answered the last question first. You no, go first. you. Got, I feel like you already know your answer to this. I part. don't. You do. Do I? No, I don't. No, I don't. So I have an answer, but I think it's a good answer. So I have one and it's fairly quick. I think for me, a quality building a consistent routine i think my i i'm kind of and definitely not all over the place but it is really difficult for me to write out a schedule and follow it so i would love a quality wouldn't even say consistency but just following through with the day-to-day -day. like sometimes my days can be a little sporadic and i wish it was a little more scheduled on my end i think that's a great quality like Brandon has that quality. He's going to the gym at five. He's going to class. He's doing mm. this. And I never want it to be so routine. But me, y'all, I've been trying to go to the gym. And it's been rough. <laughs> All I need to do is, I, what's it, 12, 3, 30? That's what I've been trying to do. It's rough. Because like I have no I have no schedule. And I can't stick to it at all. But with the podcast, I am very proud of myself. I have been doing this for mm. almost two months straight now. And you said next episode is Wednesday at what? 6 p.m. PT. On the dot. So what is the one quality or ability you wish you had? I Or tomorrow. And I you wake up with and it. And y'all, I'm not going the supernatural route. I'm going to keep it real. Supernatural? I ain't going to try to go supernatural. Well, lifting 800 pounds within reason is supernatural. <laughs> I was obviously being quite dramatic. But um, I would say my procrastination, y'all, I am a serial procrastinator. Like... And I've gotten I'm surprised like you do that like you you're like that. And I've gotten better, I will say like medical school makes you kind of be on top of your stuff a little better, but like 
I still just sometimes slip into old habits. And I wish that when I when there was moments when I don't have this like increased pressure on my back to mm-hmm. get things done, like when you have a little bit of breathing room, don't take that time to kind of like relax and do basically nothing. Like use that to get ahead so you're not stressed out <laughs> in two weeks because you're now close to the deadline and you wait till the last second. So, yeah. Yeah. Not hear that. Yeah. I am a I am a pr- professional c- procrastinator and I wish it was different. Now that we have gotten through set one of all those questions, we are only going to pull one from set two and set three because there are a ton more questions. But as you can see so far, I really, really advise you do this with either someone who's really close to you or your romantic partner. Mm. It's kind of been fun. It has. It has. I got to learn. I actually <laughs> learned a few things in this podcast about you right now, Brandon. Yeah. It might be, uh, what, 26 years old, but Arthur, whatever his name. <laughs> Arthur he had a, Aaron. He had a good little list going on. Yeah, he did. All right. Set two. Which one did you want to pick? Hmm. Uh, let's do number 10. Number 10. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. I'll let you kick this one off. Five items. Oh, so you go back and forth. No, you say five about me. Oh, and I full say five? Fi- I know, maybe two, maybe one. One. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe one. <laughs> We're aligned. We're aligned. Okay, so what is one so thing about up. me? Oh, I go first? Yeah, boo. So... The number one positive trait about Ams, and besides, y'all know she's gorgeous, besides all that. And this, honestly, y'all, this is this is the trait that really kind of roped me in. And, like, this is, has to be the one. Your ambition. Okay. It is, like, y'all, like, understand, like, we're both UCLA students. Uh, we're both, we're on top of our stuff. We're very academic. We're doing well. But it's, like. Moments when I find myself getting kind of complacent with where I'm at, like, okay, this is cool. Like, I don't have to do more. Like, I'm doing well. Let's just kind of chill. Amber is that person like, nah, I have to challenge myself. Like, nah. <laughs> like, I'm doing cool, but I want to be doing great. And it's mm-hmm. like, when you have somebody that is that ambitious, that hungry to be the best form of themselves, like, are you just going to be sitting back? <laughs> BS and like nah, like it's gonna make you want to also match that person's energy. Mm-hmm. And I know I would have been great. I would have been I've been doing good without Ams, but like knowing being with her has constantly challenged me to when I am in those moments of kind of contentment to realize like, yo, like, am I really giving a hundred percent? Am I not? Okay, how do I take it to that next level? That is a completely awe-inspiring trait that you possess, and I love it about you. Thanks, boo. I appreciate it. Okay, and the one word I would say is a positive characteristic of Brandon is he is extremely disciplined. No matter where we are, whether it's a birthday, a cruise, when Brandon was studying for the MCAT, getting ready to go into medical school, he was so disciplined. When he had a break on the cruise, he would go duck off in a room, 
do a quiz, <laughs> go through a few chapters. And a lot of people cannot do that. And mm. I really, really admire that. Even for example, this week, it was the Grammys week. I never push Brandon to do anything, but I will always extend the invite. Mm. But Brandon's like, I have a final. And he was disciplined. A lot of people would have said, oh, it's Grammys week, let's turn up. Brandon was like, no, I know what I need to do. And this is what mm. has to be done. And he does that through all of his work, not just for school, but like he's very disciplined in the gym. Mm. Like I feel like you have a very disciplined lifestyle and that's such a huge quality that people need when they want to exceed, like succeed in life. Mm. And a lot of people are not disciplined. That's why you say you wanna do something and you can never get to that goal because you cannot set some things aside to say, I'm gonna have to take that L to make sure that I have these bigger wins, mm. you know? Hmm. And I admire that about you. Oh, between your ambition and my discipline, <laughs> I think y'all we might take y'all. The, the sky world. is the limit. <laughs> the sky is the limit. Seriously, yeah. people already know. Like right now, we are killing it, and this is only the beginning. Like we're still so young. So like even I, I can't wait to see what we're doing in five years. Mm. Moving on to set three. So I'm going to ask question ten. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash mm. to save any one item. What would it be and why? Oh, that's slight. What is it? But you gotta go first. No, Brandy, you gotta go you first. You gotta go first. No, please. If you insist. <laughs> so so a big thing for me, so I'm also a photographer on the side. Uh, don't get to shoot as much as I would like because of school, but like photography is very much a huge motivating kind of passion for just me and my day to day. And if I had to pick one thing apart from loved ones and pets, it would be my hard drive, like my collection mm. of work literally mapping from my beginnings what six years ago up mm -hmm. until now like the idea that i would lose that and all that work and the progression and all the experiences and memories that are also tied into each individual shoot that would be depressing <laughs> like i would be devastated so 112 percent, it would be my hard drive you know, yeah my photography hard drive okay for me, the first thing I thought about, I was like, maybe I should change it. But I'm like, this is the first thing that I did think about. So Brandon made me this book and he wrote me a letter in this book and he scrapbooked for me. Mm -hmm. Y'all, that is a rarity. <laughs> like amongst just men in general, like how many men you sit, see just sitting down scrapbooking for the girl? <laughs> like, come on out, BFFR. But Brandon, he made this scrapbook for me ordered this like hard cover from some like Sweden or something that says BAM on it, which is like our couple name. Um, but yeah, he wrote this love letter for me, all these photos of our adventures. Mm. And I just think not only the physical item is so important to me, but it's like what's in it, the memories, and even thinking about the time he took out to make that scrapbook. Like I think it's one of the coolest gifts I've mm. ever received. And I definitely, would want to save that. You really like that scrapbook? I do. I'm That's like, I'm telling you, a lot of people are not great gift givers, but 
you have definitely learned over time. <laughs> not learned over time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to go for the okie doke. Even just like when I was little, like making cards. I wish I still made physical cards, mm. but it's just something about it. And now that I don't make physical cards, like best believe you get a top notch card. Mm. And that's a wrap, y'all. Thank you for joining us while we did 36 questions of love. Although we did not get through all 36, <laughs> I highly advise you try this for your Valentine's Day quiz just to see, are we compatible or not? Or what kind of conversations can you spark from these love questions? So Brandon, as always, it's lovely having you on the mm. Keep It Cute podcast. I'm already trying to get him back, you know, in the next few weeks. Maybe we can finish set two and three, but we'll see. And you will catch me next Wednesday at 6 p.m. PT. Thank you for joining again. Don't forget to follow the Keep It Cute pod on all socials. Good night. Good night.